Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm invisible. I'm Derek. I am I am visible. Matt. I'm the image of the invisible. I'm Zach. Mm. Uh jizz visible. Ooh. You're only visible when there's jizz on you? No. Oh okay. no, that's not how that works. <laughs> don't tell people don't tell people yeah. that's how that <laughs> works. Yeah. Visible to jizz. Oh, only jizz can see me. Everybody hears a bunch of sperm. Everybody hears ah. at least half, right? Sperm yeah. with some googly not, eyes. Not yeah. at least half. Let me clarify. <laughs> exactly half. I'm half come on my dad's side. Half come on my dad's side. Whole come on. Oh, I thought you meant in, like in volume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking too. It's like, wow, that's a oh lot my god! Of if this is yeah, if this is your first time listening to our show, uh, welcome. <laughs> well, build, build to the waist. Yeah. Just visible. I I want to I want to say like we've said that before. I don't know if we have. I think that's your new gimmick though. In ring. I'm just gonna just mi- pretend like we've done things before and just start saying it. <laughs> oh, bringing back fine. this we old like standby. 200... <laughs> yeah, it's like we have almost 200 episodes. Like I could do that, and you might not be yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't remember enough to call you on it. Yeah, like, yeah, same, like, totally. Yeah, damn it, that's really dumb. But it, he might be right. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb enough. It's just dumb enough. Um, well, yeah, brand. We are a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Uh, check out the other shows. Uh, I was on this. Latest episode of We Do Keanu talking about the delightful little romp destination wedding. Um, I like that movie, dude. Yeah, it's it's tight. So delightful uh, little romp. Yeah, that's the good way to describe it. Um, yeah, check out that show. Check out the other ones. Listen to the back catalog of dealing with it if you want to fucking cry like a fucking baby. Oh my gosh! Yeah, if you want to listen to me and me and my mom, absolutely do that. I stand by every single one of those episodes. It's a fun time. They're all great. Um, I, I like just when tap your mom, into their phone calls. I like when your mom makes you uncomfortable. That's my favorite. It happens part all of the time. Show. I was just talking to her on the phone, <laughs> obviously in, in a non-recorded. Uh, I was listening on a, on a what I thought was non-recorded conversation, and uh, she brought up how big my fucking head was when I was born. Ninety-fifth <laughs> percentile. I don't. My mind went. I brought up how big, and I'm like, wait, what? And then, and you said head, I'm like, ah, of course. No, yeah, she just likes to talk about when I came out of her. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're a professional uh, wrestling podcast here on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Go to go to go to jizz.biz. We know you're nasty. Uh, go yeah. to bit.ly. Uh, Suck your own. And all you can do when that happens is you can get a fucking free book and you can take money out of Jeff Bezos' pocket. That man makes more than 30 seconds than we'll make in our entire lifetimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, take him. money out of his fucking yeah, pocket. Fuck he can him. lose the 15 bucks. Yeah. And, yeah, li- and you can him. listen to a book. Yeah, a whole That's book. Cooler. A book about, um, listen to the Young Bucks book. Do they narrate it? That'd be weird. I no, hope not. With the way that Matt... That's promo this week. Part of the show. I hope not. <laughs> Same. I wonder how I've much they talk, talk a lot. I wonder how much they talk about God in it. 
bet it comes up. I bet it comes up. Once or twice. Probably a lot. Probably quite a bit. I want Chuck and Trent to get drunk and narrate a book. I would like them to read the narrate the Young Bucks book. <laughs> but with, like, like, with special know. commentary. Bro- Brothers Cat. Now Karamazov. Oh, one of them. <laughs> Anna Karanina. I, I don't want them necessarily narrate a book. I want them to just give me the synopsis of it. Yeah, just basically drunk history with the with uh the best friends. Exactly. Yeah, drunk, drunk book report. Yeah, yeah, drunk book report. <laughs> they, Tony Khan, I know you're listening. Piece they've got, shit. they've um, got twitches. They can do it. Dude, yeah, oh, true. Impact Wrestling's new star, Tony Khan and Tony Schiavone, the two tone, <laughs> two tone Scorpio. <laughs> he was doing the gimmick, and I forgot. I think it was Lance Storm that called him out. Of like in that promo, he had his uh, fists like balled up under his biceps, so his arms looked better. <laughs> Tight. Mm-hmm. Tight. Um, should we talk about uh um, games? How 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 was everybody I missed last week? Oh, you know, good. just doing fine. Yeah, fine. I've been obsessed. I've been obsessed yeah. with the video game Ghost of Tsushima. Hey, me too. And I'm like, oh, I'm going far. I am nine percent in. Yeah, I just That's pretty far. It do, it takes <laughs> I think I've been playing it nonstop. 100% non-stop, no sleep for four days, and I am uh, 2% done with that game. <laughs> There's a lot. Um, All right. Um, I was tired of my beard, and I shaved it into this because uh, I couldn't I couldn't handle it anymore, and I'm not going to go to a barber. That's irresponsible. And and instead, you just uh, decided to buy a bike and get a hat that folds up and mm-hmm. start drinking craft beer. Yeah. I, got my sh- I like your 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 mustache, I like it. You got you got a good like it comes out. Yeah, you nice. got a nice you got a nice push broom there. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I want yeah, it to I be. Th- it. I want a thick boy, but that's just not how my ha- face is. Like the is. big old handlebar, like oh, one of those. Not even a handlebar, just one a of those thick big guy. Andy Williams, right there. Gabe yeah. Gabe and I had a a name for those. We called them racist mustaches. So. <laughs> oh, the uh, the ja- the forgotten son, James Hetfield. The James Hetfield. Yeah. James Hetfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a racist mustache. Like he may not be racist. I don't know him or his politics or his shit beliefs that he probably has. But um, yeah, yeah. Did you see something like that? It just that's the first thought. That's in my funny. Head. I think of the village yeah. people. Well, hmm. all right, that works though. War games. Yeah, war let's, games. Get, let's talk about war games. Um, so the show opened with what should have closed it. In my opinion, the the show stealer of this, uh, the women's war games match, uh, Team Candace, which is Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm, uh, they beat Team Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. I I definitely thought that this match was like should have headlined, except you know I think we talked last week that with the the they want a babyface win to. And yeah. the show, yeah, sure. yeah. That's so. what, but Io Shirai. I was gonna say what kind of threw it off for me from being like at the top of the of my ratings for the night was the 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 psychology in it was really weird because the baby faces always had the advantage, mm-hmm. and so it, I, I know they are trying something new because every war games match literally is the heels have the advantage and that's the gimmick almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they there, tried something like, different. One time in WCW, where like I think Sting's team had the advantage, 
Yeah. And also then won, and it was still like an inspiring babyface victory. And it was the weird. It's the weirdest book match I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Refer- referring Have you seen to the w- reverse battle royal? Oh god, oh, that also that that I was is say, also referring to referring That's to like- any WCW match uh, as having an inspiring ending. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is a very mad mad thing. But yeah, um, um, let's talk about the match. Yeah, you sure I put a trash can on her head. That's like that. It was tight. That's the visual I that loved out it. Of that match for sure. I was like, it had obviously it was gimmicked for to be as safe as possible. There's only so safe you can be, but it had like a a little rope like attached to it. I think so it wouldn't go flying off her head when she dove. Um, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it was cool. There was that match definitely. They beat the fuck out of each other, and I think mm-hmm. I believe yeah. Candice LeRae broke her arm, right? She did. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, the, yeah. the senton spot was shotzi. Looked rough. There's a lot of spots that looked really rough. That fucking the eclipse through oh. the chairs. Like I know, that like it was so, so cool. Yeah. I know it's through the middle, but there's still no way to like not. Taking the edges of the, that I think chair. Ember took most well, of the, the paint on that one. Yeah, that was just like all spine on the top of those steel chairs. And when uh, Candace like just flipped the chair when Shotzi did that spot, yeah, that was cool. I like that. Um, just a small little thing. You got yeah, to it, see uh, how like green Shotzi and Raquel really are in a match like this because they were thinking about everything, which is fine. It didn't take anything away from it for me, but like you really, it was really noticeable when they like had to think about it, but they're doing crazy things. And they're also wrestling in two rings. And it's like you're, you I imagine there's so much more to think about as far as like what's going to get picked up on the camera. What's, what's going to look good where, and I'm sure they had to like, work it out you have eight people in two rings and i'm sure they had to work out who's going to be where i i have to imagine that to look uh really confident let's say like you know skip before a little bit how undisputed era like they could just dive in between rings and stuff it's because they they've had that match you know a few times but i have to imagine per- undisputed era has been like an yeah, preparing for a <laughs> yeah. war games match uh i it's just got to be uh it's got to be a, a whole other a whole other animal yeah, yeah, and it's like just not to start um, talking about this other match, but it's like when you get like a Thatcher and Champa match, <sighs> where you can just go out there and almost just feel it. Mm-hmm. With the kind of the spots that they do in these war games and what's expected out of war games matches, there's there's gonna be these crazy spectacular spots mm-hmm. that you have to like kind of make sure you're gonna be right. in a position or somebody. And can to, get so really to your hurt. point, Derek, yeah, I do, I agree. I think there was parts that looked a little like. Um, clumsy but to me that almost added to what they were doing in that war games match which was just i don't think the pace between all eight of them i don't think that pace really dropped uh at all in that match somebody was always doing something that made you go what the fuck the uh um was it raquel rocking locking trying to lock eo out of the cage the whole time yeah, uh, and then, Tony and, we, and Tony. Yeah, and Tony just took off her belt. So there's a lot of belt taken off, a lot of belt play in this match. Andy, Hart, Andy Hartwell comes in to stop EO from getting in the ring. I thought that like it, it was kind of cool seeing somebody like Dakota Kai, who like historically in NXT was shown as the biggest geek in the world, <laughs> and um, getting like having her go in there and actually going to be in the war games match this year it's a, it's just kind of cool to see it's like the evolution of 
when she turned heel and kind of like amped up her game. Um, yeah. And then same with also, I mean, Candice LeRae has been great since she walked in the door, but like, just like, she is a different fucking wrestler now. And yep. it's so cool to see. It's like this new character, this new confidence. And like, she just carries it around so well. Like it's only a matter of time. I think before EO drops it. Down. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I yeah, they're setting up so much because I know it's great. <laughs> like Raquel won the match by pinning EO. That's a big yeah. deal. Um, and I thought like it, and I didn't think that that felt like hot shotted. Like it felt natural. Like <laughs> yeah, she's still like she's still improving. She's still really green. Yeah, but, like but her match I think with it's a natural this week was also great. I, I think it's a natural progression and like a natural time for her to like have her first title opportunity, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's one that like you feel it's like you think Eo's gonna get through. But at the same time, this is like them elevating Raquel to be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like it kinda remind Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of like when Bianca Belair kind of like first stepped up into that spot, except that I don't think Shayna was like the right person to like even though the Shayna Bianca match was really good, like I kinda forget how good that takeover match was um it was still a little clumsy and i think eo is like a better person to get uh raquel there than Shayna was for her oh yeah because eo can bump a lot more and it's like it's a bit more believable where Shayna was just so fucking dominant mm-hmm. and it's like a lot more ground-based game that like bianca wouldn't be able to bump her around there's kind of two different styles and this this style like clash is going to be great it's going to be like big strong raquel just fucking throwing her around and then like EO like being the genius of the crafty. What was the I can't I think it was yeah. Candace who uh had EO was put in the trash can and then did just like a It was Dakota the Dakota and then jumped the onto stomp. the trash can and just squished her in yep. it. She was like trash. Yeah. She was like stuck Dude. in it. <laughs> yes. There was a lot of parts of that match that Katie and I were both just like no, like it, I love it. It's a great way to start a show off when you're like, oh I feel bad for the people who have to follow this. It's also, yeah. fucking Rhea Ripley hasn't been wrestling for that long, and she is like a fucking just like ring general in there. for real. She's she really, really good. I uh, remember when she ha- she had a hammer. She used a hammer yeah. as a weapon, like in a like she swung it. She didn't do the like stupid hand covering. Like the, the, like, yeah, yeah. The Triple H. Yeah, mm. exactly. No, she swung it like an actual hammer. It was frightening. Gonna get in the mallet. What if they would have like ended the like match right there? I guess she would have hit somebody. They're like, no, no hammers. Hammers are always disqualified. <laughs> no matter the stipulations, hammers are That's disqualified. That's the Triple H rule. All hammers are like one hundred percent disqualification. Yeah. No matter. Yeah, the match. Triple H personally comes out. Turn the lights off. This one's over. That's my. This is my fucking gimmick. You're going to the, jail. Um, well, maybe I'm the king of kings, so you can't be the king of bros. <laughs> That's a real thing he said. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Maybe maybe the hammer was made by Mattel, Mattel like the NXT playset. The oh, NXT War Games playset. I want one. I want I, I want one. I almost I thought about I buying it. I was like I am 32 <laughs> years old. I do not need this. I thought this. the exact same thing. I was like I have action figures. I need a War Games ring. But I didn't buy it. But I hope Katie's listening. <laughs> Christmas is coming up. Yeah. Christmas is coming. Yeah, we want um, 
Um, yeah. Yeah, it was so sick. It was cool to see. I was not expecting Raquel to get the pin, so that was another way to end it. Like, what Mm-mm. the fuck? And I love, I love seeing on stuff like that. It's like, oh, we got a challenger now. Already know where we're going with this. I'm ready for the ride. So it's just cool to like when you get stuff like that. You get little, little nuggets of what's coming next. Be some nugs, mm-hmm. yeah. Some tasty dank nugs. Yeah. The next match: uh, Tommy Ciampa versus Timmy Thatcher. I fucking love this mm-hmm. match, but it's this is uh-huh. like a this is a mean guy match. I, when I was watching, I'm like. I bet Zach's fucking loving this. Too. Oh, I fucking love that match. Yeah, <laughs> just strong um, boys grabbing each other, I, dude. It, they, it, I, I am. A, I'm also with you. That technical style. That that's also a porn hub search. <laughs> just strong boys grabbing strong each boys other. Strong boys grabbing each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like by the shoulder, like that thing that like aggressive, like dad's friend. Oh, the hey, how you doing? Hey, been buddy. a while. Ow. Oh, yeah, goddamn. In the movie, he'd be played. That character would be played by Tom Arnold Dude, for that's sure. Literally, that's crazy that you said that. Literally, that's what I was thinking of. Specifically, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> I just really love Tom Arnold. So, um, yeah, dude. Ta, <laughs> ta. Fuck Tom Arnold though. It's, it's really. Yeah. Is Tom Arnold a bad person? I no, thought, I don't know. You like, know what? I got. I, I have no idea. I just thought it was so dumb. No Tom Arnold. The, the last thing I remember about him was how he was in the news, being like, "I have video from Celebrity Apprentice where Donald Trump said the N word." But then he never fucking released it, meaning he probably never had it, and he was just trying to get attention for himself. Fuck you, Tom Arnold. Rele- re- I hope that he does have it, but like, big conspiracy theory, someone came in like just threw a giant magnet on yeah, his right. computer. Oh, that'd be great. I, I last thing I know of Tom Arnold is when he he was referenced on the Adventure Zone and asked about it, he was chill about it. So that's cool. Nice, dude. Yeah. He, he was mentioned. He was a he was a buddy on. Uh, Marty and Sarah, and then he ended up following Sarah shocking, like interacting with her. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> I feel he's very self-aware of like kind of like what his celebrity is. Well, his celebrity is really low. The only reason people talk about him is because people he's a joke. <laughs> oh, shit. OK, so what happened with him is uh, he tape recorded a phone call with Michael Cohen, uh, you know, Trump fixer yeah. person where uh, Cohen uh, admitted to being part of the cover-up of the uh, Jerry Falwell pool boy scandal. Pool boy. Oh. And, yeah, Michael Cohen admitted to that on a phone call with Tom Why does Tom Arnold, Arnold have so much fucking access? That's so- He was yeah, married. He's a very he- low-level celebrity, huh? No, he's getting... He's getting. The- he's got it from the top. He was, ma- he was married to Roseanne. He was. I mean, and he was in True Lies. He was. So he know he knows how to get. He to knows the political. The cover he knows up. he knows how to navigate that house of cards. Um, he was the star of the hit film The Stupids. Yeah, I also realize I mistakenly. <laughs> we're, living, Navy. we're living. We're living in idiocracy right now. So that's also. The hit film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ouch, my balls. Um. um so yeah, they beat the. But yeah, <laughs> the shit out of each Tommy time. and Timmy. Uh. Was it was it was great? It was to me like oh what a showcase for Tommaso Ciampa. I thought they did such a good job of being like because he's been middling a little bit. It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Like since that stuff with Johnny, and so for that the first part of the match for him to be kind of dominated by Thatcher and like really selling the 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 areas that he's had surgery on that has potentially ended his career a couple times. Uh, it really kind of like for me sowed that seed of like maybe he doesn't got it no more. Maybe he don't got it no more. But then you know. His fucking brains, he overcame him. And it was just like it was such a good th- story. I hope this is I hope this is gonna end up being the bar two but just an NXT. 
of wow. two guys who just beat the shit out of each other, but then like fucking become tag team like partners or in a group. That would be cool. I I love this match. I love just seeing them put the hurt in each other like fucking Tim Thatcher fucking ear ripping like that poor fucker. Yeah. Um, he just gets beat up and he just like looks so fucking beat up. But um as far as like his face, like he has the broken teeth, you know his nose has been broken, his ears bleeding. I just it just it's a great follow up to like a war games match where there's the spectacular spots and then it's like time to get down to some nitty gritty yeah. beat em ups. Yeah. Well and, it just, and it's fun. And Thatcher, like, he is a wrestler. Like, that's his whole thing. He likes to beat people up. But he expresses so much in his face. Mm -hmm. Like, he looked demented half the time. Like, he was so happy to hurt Champa. Yeah. Have you guys seen the, um, that, was it Kenny Johnson documentary on uh, Thatcher on YouTube? Oh no! It's really good. I just watched um, it. Uh, I watched it after War Games because it was. I'm yeah. I, who doesn't love? I love Timmy Ta- Timmy Thatcher. Uh, but it's really cool because he does talk about in that how what, what, where his accents from because it doesn't it doesn't make, make sense. any fucking sense. I realize it's the R's. He doesn't hit those R's very well. Um, I say as saying like there's a right way to do it. You know we're all different. <laughs> fuck, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, that's. I just want to know where it's like because it doesn't I, make it, to sense. To me, it seems like a Boston accent, like ish, but he's not mm-hmm. able to hit those R's. Again, that's who gives a shit how people say things. But yeah, it's it's curious. It's curious. Um, but anyway, he he was talking about like how, and I believe him. He really has no um desire to be like a famous wrestling star or anything. He just loves his art. And he thinks that wrestling as an art, specifically that strong style uh, of wrestling, is like uh, something that needs to be showcased, and that the wrestling world needs to kind of still have a uh, an avenue for that kind of, of wrestling. And he just wants to be somebody who who carries that torch. And so I think he does such a good job of of one making other people look so good. He made Tommaso Ciampa look like a fucking like who we already know that Tom, Tommaso Ciampa is. I have to imagine that. That Tommaso Ciampa, if he was struggling anywhere with being like, where do I fit in the card? That this is a boost of a confidence for of a match for him. Because he just looked like such a fucking star. And a lot of that's from Timothy Thatcher. Mm-hmm. One, one of the cool things kind of like with what you're talking about is like how he views wrestling is that, you know, he wants to like make sure there's still that avenue for that just gritty catch-as-catch-can like style of wrestling. Where it, it's based off of like real Matt wrestling, like catch wrestling, like what Josh Barnett does. Um and it's cool because it's like on a bigger scale now there's that and they didn't necessarily change anything they just kind of amped it up just a little bit for his character and they just have let him be timothy yeah. thatcher that you saw in involved that you saw in pwg that you saw in uh like progress and stuff like that you just get the same guy yeah exactly it, yeah. it's it's so cool he is from sacramento really yeah so it makes that that you know even more Dude, mysterious. Plot like, thickens. I, Maybe it's a fake yeah. accent. <laughs> it's for the character. No, it's not. Definitely not. Um, oh, I've just been punched in the throat a bunch of times. And in the jaw. Maybe. You used to hang out with Walter a lot. So. Yeah, that's in that little documentary, too. <laughs> like, what a fucking tag team. Jeez, I'll have to find that one, because I've watched a lot of that, guys. It's really good. Um... On the network, there's a ton. There's a best of him in progress, and there's Ooh. like stuff with Walter. Ooh. That's real good. Oh yeah. Um, let's go to the bummer of the night. Dexter Loomis beat Cameron Grimes in a strap match. This was great, actually. 
No, I was mad because the whole purpose of this match that Zach explained to me last night so Cameron could do a cave-in with the strap never happened. Never happened. I'm I'm baffled by that. Like, there was nothing cool about it. <laughs> I didn't mind it because my expectations were probably lower than everybody else's because I can't stand Loomis. Well, um, I just wanted I, Thatcher, I mean, <laughs> Grimes to win. That's all I wanted. I thought I actually I thought the match was better than I was expecting, but then oh, yeah. it still didn't have like that is just the most obvious moment. Like you could still have Grimes lose because of the, like the strap, like you know, hit a cave in on the outside or something, not be able to get Loomis inside. Like, like there's so many ways to do that, but that just seemed like the most obvious spot. Like I'm baffled that they didn't do that. And like, I feel like they should be pushing him. I think they they, they still are. They will. Yeah, but I, they. He's after losing this match, all I, the time. I I, I kind of had this thought like he like I I don't like him losing but i also didn't feel any like that he was any lower down after losing this match like i feel like he he's obviously the one who worked the match to make it even passable yeah 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 he's just really good and he's stuck in like this annoying comedy spot he's great he's really good at what he's doing i just don't want him to get stuck in the loser who's really annoying all the time I, yeah i'm with you i'm yeah. with you i he'll he'll he'll, he'll grow out of that i mean because in his grand scheme of things in nxc he hasn't really been there super long that's true no. that's true and so um i thought the match was way better than it had any right to be uh-huh. mm-hmm. i would have even say it's good um yeah, i thought it was good well, well. I, yeah. I like the finish like with like the way he fucking like whipped him with a strap and like that bump that fucking when grimes hit stuff. that face first into the chair yeah, that was that was sick. Um, I and I'm glad they're fucking done. Like, I'm so glad they are fucking done with oh, this. Yeah, that uh, was the happiest part of it. Yeah, I like. I think it's good to remember. Like, look back at like where Keith Lee was after like a year. You know, just over a year in NXT, he was nowhere. Like, yeah, that's true. Um, he was spinning his wheels. Just, I mean, like Grimes, I'd say is even in a better spot than Keith Lee was at mm-hmm. that point. Um, or and lots of other people. Then they strap the rocket to someone. I think that Grimes will be North American champion by this time next year. Like, oh, yeah. I hope so. I yeah. hope so. I, I my, there's definitely a part of me that also has that fear that uh, you know you can only lose so many times before it's just like, all right, change it up. But I, I so I hope losing this match. I'm with you guys. I, I think the match was actually really entertaining. Um, but I hope that Grimes doesn't have too many more losses consecutively coming up. I don't think he will. I think he'll, they'll probably like have him, you know, sprinkle in some enhancement matches occasionally. Like, like I think he'll probably win a few, like whatever his next few is against someone. I hope so. So. My, I'm like, my, my worry is that they're going to like feed him to carry and cross (laughs) or like do things to make like, (laughs) uh, to keep building other people while, you know, keeping him in the wings. I hope I'd, I, I think I, I think what's gonna end up happening is like he's gonna be a, he's like this comedy heel. I wouldn't be surprised just because of his style is like really exciting. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just start having him do this act, but then the heels. So he's annoying heels, which is like he's a baby, baby face, face, and that's yeah. how he starts um, elevating. Yeah, if he started doing this to Johnny, oh, one imagine the annoying off between oh the two. God. It would be, be the incredible. most entertaining shit. 
I would um, love that. And two, like it would immediately make him a baby yeah. face. Like, oh yeah, if if he just if he just took his swamp living into their nice clean home, <laughs> you bring your swamp scent I, to my house. Honestly, that that I'm fucking down with that feud. Like. Oh yeah, oh, hey, yeah. hanging too. hanging his hat on the corner of Johnny's nice TV. <laughs> I'm with you. I love it. Great. And and the wrestling too. We'd get the best of both worlds here. And we and we would yeah, get to see him. Uh, we would get to see him do the old cave in to uh, Austin Theory. That's sick. Yeah, my or hope... to a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> my hope for uh, Loomis is that. Uh, he challenges Karrion Cross and gets squashed in two seconds. That's my yeah, hope. no, huh? <laughs> I don't think that'll happen, but that, yeah, that's not happening, unfortunately. It's... Why do they like him so much? He's, he's got. I mean, I I see it. He like he's got like outside of his in ring work, which is just like is boring. I think he's a better wrestler. Like I don't think he's a good wrestler, but I think he's a better wrestler than this character. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. than the way, like kind of like Kane when Kane would be like slow in plotting, but he's actually a really good yeah. worker. Yeah. Um. But like, I mean, just look like he's got a look like that is. Well, he's got those so baby unique. blues. He's got those it, baby like, blues. Does. So does he, Cameron, though. I looked at Cameron. His eye, his eyes aren't nearly as intense as fucking Sam Shaw's, though. His eyes kind of fucking pierce through you. Yeah. yeah, and that look like there's something there. They just haven't done yeah. it quite right. They've been close. Like when they first started doing the artist shit, and it was just weird. Yeah. I was so entertained was by the- that. It's just like. They've overexposed him. Like the stuff mm-hmm. with Velveteen yeah, yeah. was was a mistake. Like the stuff with Roddy was great. The trunks? Like I the loved that. I did yeah. too. I, I think that um it's kinda like when Damien Priest first showed up and they were kind of trying certain things and he's a vampire club goer. Was, wasn't hitting. But then like when Priest kind of finally got confidence in himself. And was like, okay, I just need to like be who I am and tie it into this character instead of trying to play a character on TV. Mm-hmm. That's when things kind of turned around yeah. for him. So maybe he, Sam Shaw, just needs to take a really sick fucking bump on some, chi- uh, I'm sorry, on some stairs, and mm-hmm. then he'll just get good. That's what happened. With yeah. Bruce. Or if he yeah. needs to like be himself, maybe he needs to kill some people. Dude, yeah. that one or the other. People actually need to start dying. Hey, Fable, of course. But you know, also. <laughs> Dan Matha comes back to NXT just to be it's murdered. It's also worth like remembering that Dexter Loomis's push, you know, he was one of those people that kind of was in the that the position of when everything happened as far as COVID goes, he he was he showed up. You know, there was that time where it's like if you're there, you're getting a push because there were just so many mm-hmm. people weren't there. So I think it was maybe a little bit premature for him as well. Uh, to be put in a position. He's been wrestling on TV for a he while. He had been. Though. He had been, but not in any sort of like, I don't know, position to. He was stalking Christy Hemi for years on Impact. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. NXT TV. Was he the? Was he the same character on Impact? Yeah. Like a similar like he thing. He wore like the same shirts and everything. <laughs> Weird. Except sometimes he didn't have facial hair, and that fucks you up. <laughs> Also, for whatever reason, he was in the Nightmare family uh, at All In, and I still don't know why. (laughs) That's really weird. weird. Uh, We've talked enough about this match. Uh, Johnny Gargano. (laughs) One thing we we skipped over, though, was before that, uh, we got a a, a promo, pre-tape promo from uh, from the prince himself, Finn Balor, saying that come Wednesday, all eyes are on the prince. Yeah. 
the fingerprints. All eyes are on the prints. And then after the after Smack the Loomis book, uh, book. the Loomis Grimes match, we got a nice little TikTok. We got a nice little TikTok video. Yeah, TikTok. yeah. We got spooky we got TikTok spooky man video. Um, in the North American Championship. Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, Leon Ruff, Triple Threat for the bunch NXT of, North bunch American of Championship. Seventeen ghost faces. Yeah, yeah, seventeen David Arquettes. What is this? An AEW match? You know what I mean? <laughs> it, um, it was it was it, good. I mean, they all worked hard. I thought the finish kind of felt flat. Yeah, just because there's so many of them. Yeah, it was weird. There should have just been a couple. It, I felt like they just were, you know, trying something. I thought and they kind of gave Leon a, like a good amount of stuff, which was cool. Oh yeah, I, I thought did. Leon, like minus the ghost face stuff and the the finish, I thought this was like a great match for Leon Ruff. Yeah, yeah, I was that, that's when they do. when they took him out early. I was like, fuck, if he doesn't come back, this is shitty. I love and then, I love the way that he I'm did happy come he back. Came back. My fear was that it was going to be like he was going to come sneak in and it would be it would invalidate you know his performance. But I like that he came back and still uh, got to wrestle in a good portion of the match. I mm-hmm. the one thing that I was like getting annoyed with was how much fucking Damian Priest decided he didn't want to fight the champ. It's like, I get it, it's between you and Johnny, but also, like, this guy is here, and he does have the belt. Uh, I think that, that that's I think that's part of the story, which I think kind of plays in nicely to it, is that, like, he just, like, he, like I got no beef with you, kid. Get away, I'm gonna win the title for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like, mm-hmm. still kind of treating him like like a joke. It, 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 very much like so. How he has to very much him. so. And then so. Johnny was just blatantly calling him a joke, even after he won, which was really funny. I love Johnny. <laughs> Like fucking like being such. He's like bye bye kid when he yeah. gets a. <laughs> yeah, he's so good at it. Like, when did this happen? Yeah, like I don't know. I love to think about. I think the first time I saw Johnny Gargano on NXT TV, I was like, he can't talk. I said that on this yeah. podcast. Oh, because he, he couldn't. Can't and, talk. And who was the one that was saying he's the best? Yep. yep. And now he's he's come so far. From Remember that, his first it's little insane. dalliance as a heel, and it was like really when with the stuff with Champa, and it was just like meh. I don't or like the stuff where he he's the one that beat up Black, and they had the fucking like the red fucking yard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it was just like it fell a little flat as a heel run. It's like seeing him like this right now. Same with Candice. It's just like oh, okay, you're not just career baby faces. Like you can actually put on a, a really uh, compelling like heel character. Yeah, yeah. They're they're incredible. Uh, Johnny wins with the help of uh, David Arquette. And um, why were there so many? It would have been so much more compelling if it was just theory. It would make his team look stronger. If you have a couple, that's fine. But like not like a thousand. It's like where where Mm -hmm. you have to you have to keep it up. You have to continue to have a fucking cult. But I really yeah. hope that we start getting some segments in their house, though, where there's just like their house starts becoming. It's just the hangout for ghost faces. Like, yeah, like starts becoming overrun, like with ghost faces. I would love that. <laughs> there's just like they're just all eating like fucking uh, like pizza pockets and uh, just like being like, hey, uh, Candace, is there still any um, you still got you guys still have that? You guys still have some Sprite in the fridge? Stuff like that. Candace, are you are you gonna make cupcakes, Candace? Candace, are you gonna make cupcakes? <laughs> yeah. And it's just She's just like, shut the fuck up, off. <laughs> I my eyes 
fucking saw my brain. My eyes rolled in the back of my head so hard. I just fucking rolled them so hard with, with the... It was, it was me. me. It was me, Austin, the whole time. I was like, fuck you, you dirty little fucking shit. Although, like, I'm not going to say... I hated it. I am not... I am not... I... It was good for his character because his character is someone you want to punch in the face. That's true. And I think not I even, would not even just his character. Just him. Yeah. I think yeah. I would say that if he wasn't texting underage women, I think I would say the same thing. Yes. You know, I mean, it um, was effective on me. I was he's like, Fuck this guy. He's like, how like I felt about Sammy Guevara even before he found out, like when he said all that shitty thing, mm-hmm. just want to hit him. Yeah. He, he is, <sighs> He's very good at this. He's very good at being a shithead. I mean, and clearly he's very good at yeah. being a shithead. Yeah. He's got a lot of practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked himself into a shoot, brother. Yeah, yeah. They, they say like the best gimmicks are like just yourself turned up to 11. <laughs> well, fortunately for him, 11 is a number that he likes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I also like that he... Um, uh <laughs> oh, this was on Wednesday when Gargano was just like, I have a theory. It's so corny. Fuck, dude. So I don't like it. It was stupid. <laughs> um War Games. War Games. Dude Dude Games. Um Undisputed dude Era. Dude Games. <laughs> dude Games. Undisputed Era, we all know who they are. And Team McAfee, which is Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, Danny Birch, and Oni Lorkin. Um, I like that, like, kind of almost in kayfabe, like, commentary and just, like, production refuses to call them the kings uh, of NXT. Yeah, me too. No. not ha- Stop trying to make that it's happen. Not it's happen. not happening. I fucking love Pat McAfee so much. It was, it, yep. it, it, he's so good. It, when he was, uh, like, when they were waiting in the cages to go out, every time he's like, all right, here we go. And then, like, you know, someone else would be like, no, 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 I got this. <laughs> Okay, just so funny. That's such a, that's such a chicken. Yeah, shit it's so funny. He mm-hmm. has to be himself. Yeah, and like even C, even CM Punk, like that was awesome. He's like, you should be embarrassed. Out just like, so you should embarrass that the best promo on the show is Pat McAfee. That like, granted, he gets to go out there and be himself, but like he's the best character. Like mm-hmm. him and Roman are the best heels going. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. He's on the. Oh, same man, when are we gonna Roman. get a? When are we going to get a Pat McAfee Roman Reigns match? Yeah, a sentence no one thought would ever be uttered until like two, three months ago. Um, and Matt was still resistant. I was resistant. I was wrong, and I owe you a Bud Light uh, tall can still. Um, I watched uh, the... I had to watch this in segments, and I watched the the last, like... Okay. The last, like, third of it with uh, the person I'm dating... And I told her the whole story of Pat McAfee, and she was like, this is, what? He's new? He doesn't know what he's doing? He's not a wrestler? And she was <laughs> just like... This is his second match? Yeah. She's like, I am, I am just impressed, and I wouldn't have cared if you didn't tell me that story. He, he was, I mean, he took a beating, for sure, like, uh, which, mm-hmm. which was good, because there was, still was that fear. It was like, okay, yeah, he's great on the mic. He's definitely not formidable against any member of undisputed era but that's not that wasn't presented to be that way so i was cure but i was worried when we were going into the match like is he just gonna is he gonna do that thing where he like hangs out outside of the 
the the ring or is is there going to be a secret actual fourth member that's not him um but no he went in there and he took a fucking ass beating and he jumped off the top of that cage yeah he did a swanton off yeah. the cage so he fucking took some bumps mm-hmm. at that sick moonsault through the table yeah. he took that other table bump um he just like you can tell that he loves wrestling so much and he wanted to make sure and like be as respectful as possible to it knowing his limitations, but as well as that he is a fucking fantastic athlete who kept himself in shape, who exudes charisma. And when you've got fucking Roddy, Kyle, Adam, and Bobby there guiding you through on the other side, and then your own team is fucking <laughs> Oni Lorcan, Daddy Birch, and Pete Dunn, I think you're going to be safe being, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. being out there. Pete Dunn. God, that guy fucking shines every time. Every time mm-hmm. he's in, in and a, well, yeah, not he's even so tan. Yeah, 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 he yeah. shines in multiple ways. <laughs> his, his skill is just so above and beyond when it comes to just being a fucking brute. The match starting with him and Kyle was like literally was the, best. Best. the best. I love that too. I want that match so that bad. Was such, right from the get go, um, I will say too, like. For what it's what it's worth, I think we spoke about it from the beginning. I think this was the uh, of the two War Games matches. This one, I think the the first one was honestly more of a a fucking brawl. But um, this one had so much strategy from the get go. It's like, all right, Pete's already been in this mm-hmm. match before. It makes sense he's going in first. Like everything just felt very measured. Uh, the psychology in this match was, yeah, it was like one hundred percent exactly what it. Took. I agree. Yeah. Kyle getting the win at the end with that destroying Oni's face with a chair. He fucked him up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Doing a, doing a knee like two thirds of the way across the ring onto a chair on Oni's oh, face. Oh yeah, that flying knee. It's like, oh god. I, I love that get, uh, I love him getting the win. It plays into stuff that can happen with Undisputed or it doesn't even have to. It just yeah. plays into his, like, well, his ascent as well, which is great. He's kind of like the de facto, like, he's like second in command, clearly, but he's almost the leader because he talks first a lot now when Adam Cole shows up. He's talk, mm-hmm. Kyle talks first. The, um, Adam, everybody knows this, still the leader, but I, I, I can see that tension kind of starting to come, whether they yeah, go I off it or not, which is nice. Um, I don't even cool see it as tension. Direction. Yeah. I see it as them just like, all right, Kyle, you, you have fun with this now. Um, Adam Cole's still the fucking best. Yep. I miss him. I've missed, I missed him so much. Oh yeah. This was his first match since the McAfee one, right? Yeah. And I, I like him getting a rest. I also like people not always wrestling every single week. Oh yeah. It makes me. Makes him feel special. I like missing people. (laughs) He's so fucking good. (laughs) Also, I love like that Roddy's a baby face essentially again, because like. He fucking runs wild, and he has so much fucking fire, and I fucking love when he just is going nuts, kicking and kneeing, yeah. and fucking forearms, doing a thousand moves in a row. It is when, the best. When it's they, so like, good. had them all against the cage behind the rope or whatever, and yeah. then, like, we're all doing their moves to them just, like, in a line, mm-hmm. is great. And I wish Bobby Fish wasn't, like, yeah. a on the same level as Drake Younger, at least around the same people, yeah. because... He's also very good, but then also had to have surgery. <laughs> the, yeah, he's yeah. Um, the 
one of the parts I thought was so good too, just to go back to like how fucking good Adam Cole is. Hit when <laughs> when Adam Cole was selling like the disbelief when McAfee kicked out of that Panama Sunrise. He was just like, "What the fuck happened?" Adam Cole, In, it, indignant Adam Cole is one of my favorite things. Yeah. Adam oh, Cole sure. is the reincarnation of Shawn Michaels. Like. Like, you can tell Shawn Michaels is his favorite wrestler, and if he said otherwise, I would call him a liar to his face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be to his face, he'd be like to the top of his head. You're <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> he, Take that, Adam Cole. Got him, dude. He is, he sell like, him, Johnny, I think Cameron might be one of my favorites, too, are, like, they're, they're the best at selling. Yeah. Like, at least when it comes to NXT, they're so good at it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love watching it. I love everything that they do. Kyle, Kyle like, he hasn't been doing the goofy shit so much lately, but, like, he, he still has that in he, there. His, he, his selling is so good. He did rock. He did He did play the guitar a little bit on the way to the ring. That was he nice. Got it, though. Um, and he, oh, yeah. he did do a British accent on NXT this week. God, he was he was on a di- on a on a different level on NXT this week. This is like the 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 Kyle that you'd get when he was teaming with Bobby and Ring of Honor, and they do like their fishbowl segments. That's great. It was cool. It was cool too seeing the you know the show went off the air with a, a babyface undisputed era win. You know, even if it's in in that yeah. in that yeah. bubble, it just it furthers this idea of like what's going to happen next. Them as baby faces to me, like I really like it. It has some it legs because they've never been that. And it's kind of like when the Shield um, went babyface and they had their little run. And I hope that they um, find the peak and either go just a little bit before or right at that peak and turn them. Because I don't want to see it like where then it starts kind of stalling out and then you turn because yeah. then it loses the turn. Yeah. So either yeah. do it where it's just a hint before or like right at it and it'll be mm-hmm. But like is McAfee taking another break or who's gonna who's gonna challenge the era next? I think they're kind of all splitting off to do other things because Kyle yeah. on NXT TV went to challenge essentially Finn. Kind of then it leaves Adam in a weird spot, but I yeah, like that. Hey, that can kind of come into the story. I uh and then Roddy Roddy also is going to be in a weird spot because Bobby's out for like eight weeks. I didn't get a chance to watch NXT this week. Should we jump to it? I'm curious oh. about the fallout. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, NXT TV starts off with a recap of everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They like to do that. Um, Balor opened the show. He looked cool. And then he was like, all right, time for fucking team Team, teammates is over. Who's going to challenge the Prince? Pete Dunn came out looking just orange. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. He needs to stop. Does he not? Does he think he looks good? <laughs> I think he might have just gone like way overboard, but then like he's trying to just keep a tan. For and six so months? Just, he's gone yeah. overboard? He's yes. looked terrible since he started. Oh, you mean some of it's real tan? Yeah. Okay. 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 And and so um, he comes out, Kyle comes out, Damian Priest comes out, and so they're all yelling in the middle. Finn's just like, "Fuck, I don't like. I'm leaving." Um, <laughs> Reg- he's like, "Yeah, Regal decide." Then Scarlet comes out, mm-hmm. and fucking like is all fucking creepy to him, like, "Oh, I'm here, fucker." And he's like, uh, "Finn was just like, yeah, fucking Karrion Cross wants to come 
talk to me. Tell him to fucking find me. Mm-hmm. Please. Hell yeah. I like I like the it's idea great. of Finn just being like, no, I'm not fucking with anyone. Anyone's bullshit. Fight me. Yeah. And, and then Gringo will fucking do it. And that's where Pete Dunn did do the fucking uh not Pete Dunn. Oh, Kyle O'Reilly started talking in fucking like a British accent. He called Pete Dunn Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, it was it was so good. Just like Kyle getting to be goofy, but still having like a baby face fire. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's really good. Um, Damien Priest uh, made fun of Karrion Cross because he's not manly enough to do his own thing, oh. which dumbass story. Dumbass. I don't, I don't like this shit, but it's so wrestling. It's going to lead to the, um, the first thing back is going to be Cross. Well, I mean, well, you'll see. We'll get to, we'll get you'll to see. That. Okay. Okay. No spoilers um, okay. yet, man. My bad. My bad. Yeah, Jake, Jake Atlas had, and Swerve had a good match. I think mm-hmm. I would have liked it a lot more if they would have given it a lot more time. But I like the, that they're doing something now with both of them. This kind of started to seem like a heel turn for Swerve when he lost. He is this pissed. a 205 Live type thing? Like Cruiserweight? Like, is this the Cruiserweight division? Or yes. do they? Okay, okay. But like, it's the NXT is like where the Cruiserweight division lives now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was cool. Um, They're doing like this kind of winning streak of like Jake Atlas kind of overcoming his demons, if you will exercising the demons exercise um, the demons thank you um and then Turning him straight and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no not that uh, it's conversion like, therapy through a winning streak yeah. it's just yeah it, it's just cool to see that um he's like actually getting to work and they're doing a story now not just kind of having him be here's Jake and he comes out and like wins or loses doesn't matter now they're like building stuff and it's cool to see Swerve kind of now show a little bit of heel stuff. I think he has some legs in that and on that side of it. He has and two legs. Just in general. In general, I think both of them just need to be showcased a bit more because they're both super talented and getting them more ring work would not fucking hurt anybody. So I'm, I'm stoked. Um Grizzle Young Vets versus Everrise and Imperium. It was fine. Um Imperium is really fucking good. Um, they're so, so are Grizzled fun. Young Veterans. Yeah. Ever Rise, like, they kind of had them as, like, the little bit of a joke team, but they were kind of doing some cool little things that try to elevate them into, like, a little bit more of the mid-card, not the low-card. They still took the loss to Grizzled Young Veterans in their version of the Shatter Machine, which I think I like better than the Shatter <laughs> yeah. Machine, so. Mm. The, tick, the Ticket to Ride? Yep. Oh, what it's called? Or Ticket to Mayhem, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's it's- the one. Yeah, I still don't understand why Zach Gibson is like this nasty heel that then has Beatles like references for all his moves. <laughs> he's from like, I get that he's Liverpool's he's number, Liverpool's one. number one. Maybe it's maybe it's ticket a ticket to a Mayhem concert. The uh, he's, the he's black a big, metal band. He's a big Swedish black metal tickets fan. Tickets to Mayhem festival. <laughs> yeah, tickets to Mayhem festival. <laughs> oh, uh, what presented by fucking Monster Energy, dude? Oh yeah, yeah. um, fucking. Uh, Marcel Martel is so fucking good. Mm. Everything he does is so good. And Fabian Eichner is like, I still don't understand how he ever was like fucking 200, like under 205 pounds. <laughs> that guy is like a meat of like a mountain of meat muscle. <laughs> um, Yoshirai and Tony Storm brawled, which was cool. Kind of setting up Tony Storm and EO, which I'm fucking. Dude, Tony with. time. They it, set up. Time. 12 women's stories on this episode. <laughs> with this. Legitimately, 
they set up as many storylines like on this episode of NXT as AEW has in a year. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not joking. Like yeah. that's that's true. Like, it's like yeah. Ember, Tony, Tony, Io, Raquel, Io, Raquel, Rhea, like just like so many, like, and it's all it like all blended together, and it's like you don't well, it's, know it's, what's gonna happen, and I love it. It's like it, it's there's one destination kind of for like most of these. Yeah, yeah. But it's like so many different roads and stories you gotta follow to then get to that one spot. So mm-hmm. it's it's just really cool because it's just gonna give them also. A lot of time to do shit, which is cool. Which so, like it's not just like once a week. So they're building the Tony you and get, EO like, segment. New Year's Evil um tape. New they're Year's building, Evil. They're just building that match, but then they're also building like essentially Raquel versus EO from uh the war games, but then they're also building that like, Raquel needs to um fucking avenge her loss, exercise her demons against Rhea to be able to get to the top spot. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously they're still like going with Shotzi and fucking, um, Candace, even though Candace is injured, he has a surrogate and Indy Hartwell. They're also building like Ember Moon and Tony Storm just cause the whole turn mm-hmm. thing. There's that, that right there, like is what they're doing. And then that doesn't even count the fucking, uh, dragon wizard. We're going to fucking see later on. Yeah. yeah. And which is one of the best fucking hype videos I've seen in so long. It was, it was like, terrifying. So yeah. Also, New Year's Evil is a dumb fucking name, and I, I hate think it's it. It's an old WCW thing, so that makes sense. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. They're, they're just they're doing those. Um, they're doing all those to keep their copyrights on them. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, WCW twenty twenty one is gonna take them back. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Champa to beat Grimes. Thatcher was out there and sent in uh, a geek to come and try to beat him up. It was Tyler Rust, the former uh, uh, Ryan Taylor, um, Farmer Taylor Rust from, uh, or Rust Taylor from New Japan Strong. He was in PWG. Um, he's somebody that just signed like this last week, like before uh, War Games. And he came in to try to help Thatcher. And then Tommaso is not a stupid heel. He gets the uh, Willow's Bell on Grimes, one, two, three. And they have a stare down. Yeah, and that's just like, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, then this is where we get to the fucking... <laughs> the Zia Z- Boa promo. So it's essentially them training, and they are getting beat up with sticks, having to kick and punch like wood. And like the 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 old guy that was there with them is like just fucking putting them through hell, and there's somebody that is going to be the like the higher power, if you will. Um, and it was just like I can't even explain it. Like it was just really fucking cool. And you need to go out of your way to find it and see it because yeah, it's like a two minute video. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's online. It's so good. So and it sticks to the one. shins. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah, then they reveal the face of the person, like just the eyes. And it's just some sick ass Hokuto ass makeup. Cool. Like, just it looked. They dope. did just do a trademark for the name Karen Kwan, and the timeline for Karen Q to come back makes sense. Like with now, because she tore her ACL like a while. Where's she from? Uh, like like wrestling um, promotion. She was, um, I mean, she was in WWE NXT. She was in the May Young Class, but then she just tore ACL. Oh. oh. Huh. And so that's cool. It's like right there. There's like another whole story with that. It's like super intriguing. That's like not 
on the same, like almost like not even in the same universe as what's going on. You get Dragon Wizard stuff, which is cool. It's just it's just something really interesting. Like mm-hmm. all the vignettes have been done very well. Yeah. Even like when fucking Regal was doing like a fucking like welfare, <laughs> like, a, like a wellness check. Like um, Boa, like where the fuck have you been? He's like, nope, I ain't leaving. <laughs> Good job, Boa. Tell your fucking uh, like your fucking workmates there at NXT to quit leaving their house too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gargano has a celebration with his title, gives a trophy to Candice with a uh, green-haired doll that said his Shotzi Blackheart since day one. He said he had it shipped from Italy. Um, yeah, overnight shipping from from Italy. Do you know how much that costs? <laughs> so much? good. That's so good. Um, everything, and it's like his stuff, like with the drum roll. <laughs> like he's such the, like the fucking. Such the best, like, little shit. And just him, like, instantly being like, to Theory, when Theory did something, he was just like, no, that's stupid. And then he's like, you tried, you tried. Like, he's a dick. (laughs) And then he, like, tries to walk it back. Oh, it's so, it's funny. Um, And then uh, Priest comes to interrupt them, because of course he does. And that's when Karrion Cross comes and beats the fuck out of him, power bombs him through the stage. And then goes into his Mustang and peels out in a parking lot where he definitely has to make a turn and not just go straight and go fast. So it's just like he peels out for like five seconds. <laughs> what I like about this, this is so small, but his car looks like a car that he would drive. Yes. Like it's, it's not a brand. Car. It's not a brand new or like a rental. It is like it looks like an old car. That he works on himself. Like, yeah, that's cool. It's almost like a classic looking car. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a Mustang, so it's like they have like a pretty big following on like Mustangs, obviously. Yeah. It, it probably is his car. Yeah. He, yeah. Which is tight. Yeah. And, and so, like, I liked, I liked showing this because like his character like has been so down, like on the line of is he a supernatural character or not? Right. Right. You yeah. know. And this is like humanizing in a way that I think it will be better for him going forward. Yeah, I think he's just like a, I don't know, like the hourglasses and stuff. I mean, it's all time based. I think Maybe he has he's a, a time for the the theatrics for sure. That's, yeah, it's, he's like he's like a a bad guy. Like in a, he's a magician like in an action in an action movie who isn't necessarily doesn't have powers, but almost acts like he does. It's a he's kind of like. Fo- it's a very good kind of, oil for Damian Priest, to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Serious, uh, serious oh, yeah. blade vibes. He's shooting, he's shooting his his invisible his invisible arrows in the hospital. John, yeah. John, Johnny said and that. Also, dude, like carrying Jesus Christ, like he was already massive and shredded, but like he he looked like came back like even more even cut. More so, goddamn. Like, yeah, like he he looks ridiculous. He like, does. Him and Bitch. Scarlet's vibes together, like the vibe together, like with them and their characters. I mean, obviously, I mean they're together, like off screen, but just like, okay. their characters, the way they vibe, cool. Like they mm, have yeah. a cool presence. Well, and her yeah. fucking spiky ass, like leather getup was scary. Spiky Beetlejuice meets the Road Warriors. Yes, <laughs> hell yeah, dude, hell yeah. I'm, I'm still like. 
love like i told you guys the story like i i have met someone like who has mutual friends who grew up with old kevin carrying cross like we're high was high school friends right. with him and like he was the dude that like that from her high school that you called when you were moving or like got a new couch that you needed brought up some stairs like and he would just like come over and it was no big deal <laughs> just do it himself that's yeah. awesome what a guy I don't know why that just reminded me. Like, so I said, do it himself. It reminded me of this fucking 40 year old virgin. And he's like, you like to do it yourself? <laughs> I watched like that like not bad, that long yeah. ago. So. Feels, feels like a bag. Hey, of how sand. does it hold up? Um, not very well on some things. And especially is the cold main... play joke as bad as I remember? Like, no, it's just homophobic, right? It, it's just, it's it's just like homophobic. Bad. And it's like in a throwaway thing. Whereas, like, just the whole plot of the story is, like, not good. Yeah. As well as, like, yeah. that wouldn't happen now because, like, that dude would be, like, like stuff like that's, like, more pop culture now than it's ever been. Yeah. And so it's, like, this dude would probably be fucking, like, a king online. So. <laughs> Short king. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, do, I do love in that movie, though, where um, he... Jonah Hill is just trying to buy those uh, boots the at the that's, eBay. That's like or? his debut. That's my, yeah, that's a very good yeah. scene. That, that that's that, that's one of the funniest scenes to me, just because he's like, I I just know so many people that I've seen yeah. do stuff Can like I just that. Buy them? As far as like, like just like so over it and like super sarcastic. Like, can I just? <laughs> I'm already right, I'm right here. Can I just have them? Um, but yeah, um, that was. Like, I like the beatdown. I like that feud. Uh, Pete Dunn beat Killian Dane for whatever reason. That was oh because they almost killed him with the car. Makes yeah, way more sense. Okay, mm. never mind. For a reason, um, Drake Maverick fucking comes makes the save because Birch and Lorcan came out, and then he turns around it's like, look what I oh, did, no. and then they come and beat his ass. <laughs> come mm. back and beat his ass after he chased him off. <laughs> <laughs> I love on commentary they were saying like calling um Drake Killian Killian's only friend. Killian's only friend. Oh yeah, they they did do that. I no. miss having them like be the team where they had the music, yeah. the fucking whistle music. Yeah. Um I watched the Hulu cut. Was there any talk about Pat McAfee or is he just done again for now? Yeah, just I in think, recaps, I think. Yeah. yeah. A, he's gonna he'll be there. Okay. He fucking wore a neck brace the next night on his. I show. saw that. It Hell was yeah. pretty funny. Which is, no, he he's in. I think oh, he yeah. signed on for stuff. Um, since uh Priest got injured, they set up Kushida te- teaming up with Leon Ruff against Gargano and Theory, which in my head's gonna mean Kushida's gonna either beat Theory or Ruff's gonna lose mm. to set. And I think they're gonna start setting up Gargano and Kushida. And I'm <sighs> fucking living for it. Yeah, that's gonna be so yeah. good. And then, uh, Rain, uh, sorry, not Raina, Raquel Gonzalez and Ember Moon had a fucking good match. Yeah, like when I see someone as big as Raquel, I'm, I am, even still, even after all the good things that I've said about her, I'm like, okay, this match will be whatever. It'll be fine. But she can do more. Than most people, of her stature, she's just, yeah. she's just a she's a really good athlete. Yeah, and I think, pick- and I think that's something that's uh, 
pretty big is that like she is just a good athlete and in nxt they don't make her work just like a giant Mm -hmm. no no not at all i should think it's a great pairing uh her and ember moon yeah Ember Moon can bump and work her ass off, and she did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And oh, Ember's so one of those. Ember's one of those sellers too that you could just watch, and she does a great job of of really mm-hmm. putting other people over. Mm-hmm. She she does a great job as well as like she emotes so much with her like with yeah. her like facial expressions totally. and everything, and like just like the way she sells like with her body, like the way she like falls down to certain things. I wish she could carry that into some of her promos sometimes. Because sometimes, like, her promos leave a bit to be desired. Um, but in the ring, she's, like, up at the top. I love the character changes, the aesthetic changes she made since returning. Um, it's just all really cool stuff. And then <laughs> The red glitter that she does wear on her face, the first time I was like, did she fucking fall and scrape up her face? <laughs> the stare down then, after, at the end of the match, after Raquel wins with, like, the pump handle powerbomb thing. Um with Rhea Ripley and Raquel just sets up a fucking another great match, which mm-hmm. I love the first time. Give me it again. And didn't Tony Storm come out too at the end? On top, a, like with Ember. It was, it was Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Oh, okay. I thought Tony Storm showed up at the end. No, that that happened before with Ia. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But Ember okay. Moon came out to throw Tony into the stairs and then to into the ring to get Moon salted. Uh, okay. Okay. Good episode of NXT though. They're moving stuff along. They're building stuff for the next feud. They're getting their stars back. Finn's back. Tommaso's like fully back now. Karrion Cross is back. Like starting to build right back up. Shady's back. Boa's back. Um. Cool. Should we talk about the other Wednesday show or talk about uh, Raw? Uh, we can we can talk about AEW. You guys want to you guys want a brief impact review? Uh, like brief as fuck impact review before yeah. we do that. Um, it, I watched all of it. I didn't like it much of it. It not in a way of like not in a way of um, I don't know. The wrestling the wrestling was fine. It's just like you're watching along and it's just like oh yeah, that's where TJP ended up. Like oh yeah, Sammy Callahan <laughs> fucking sucks. Uh, like there's just, there's a lot of guys I'm not stoked to see. Um, I did, I like that they're setting up, uh, I think Rosemary versus Deanna Perrazzo. Rosemary's cool as fuck. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo's cool as fuck. Uh, that's awesome. The knockout division seems to be the thing that I thought was the coolest. Um, yeah, that and the tag division are stacked. Also, like, um, I don't know a lot about these people, so tell me if they're shitheads, but I thought Moose was awesome. I like Moose. Moose is a shithead. Damn it. Fuck, really? Damn it. He was going to get signed to WWE, but then there's some uh, charges that they don't want to be associated with. Okay, good to know. Oh. See, these are the things we like. I like to know. This is good. Um, he used to tag team with Okada in Ring of Honor when New Japan would come over. <laughs> that's weird. It's fucking weird. That's why he does the... The, the clothesline. Ooh. The other thing too is, so I'd always heard about, I'd, I'd heard about how not good out of the ring of a, a person Sammy Callahan is. This is the first time I ever watched, like saw him and like watched him talk. I don't like him. I don't like him as a person. <laughs> don't like him. He looks like a piece of shit. Uh, talks like Sling Blade. Talks like Sling Blade. Yeah. I'm the, the full, right, right yeah, there. I'm the draw. I'm the draw, Sammy I'm Callahan. The draw. Um, and then, yeah, he threatened to beat up, um, a lady. That was cool. Alicia Edwards. 
But um, uh, yeah, the, let's all talk about why anyone was watching Impact. I'm sorry, that's not anyone, not anyone. But it was a record. But it was cool. it was a record breaking uh, viewership for them because Kenneth Omega talked for ten minutes at the end and didn't say shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so mad uh, when I went and found the interview. I spent two hours watching Impact for that. Something I forgot about um, until like I till this week. Um, Impact is pre-taped through the year. Yes. So they're doing they all of this, like, and it had it, it. It feels separate. Like, not even just like, oh, this is separate because it's the AEW World Champion. It feels like a different, yeah, show. Like, the only glint of anything we got from that interview was that. Kenny might be going on like a belt collector kind of gimmick, which I do think is actually sick as fuck. But uh, yeah, you know, want to know who the last person that did that gimmick? His name was Austin Aries, and it wasn't that long. ago. Okay. We oh, what? Cool person he yeah. Is. Okay, but yeah, we cannot compare Austin Aries to Kenny. O- Kenny Omega is somebody I could see going this into did. promotional taking belts. Not Austin Aries. He did it. It was his gimmick. He called himself the belt collector, like the exact. Oh, really? Fuck. Well, you know what? But Hmm. still, I should. It never should have been her. Callus was empowered then too, so I mean, this is stuff that Callus has already done. Oh, okay. Good to know. know. But for for the vacuum of what it is, I think that's a good gimmick for Kenny, Um, just because of his status of you know the best bout machine. Between that promo and the one that happened on Dynamite, I feel fucking burned for watching it because they. They said fucking they nothing. Said nothing. They've yeah, done no- yeah, they've, they've mm. done absolutely nothing, and it's just like, well, just wait. It's like, okay, yeah, but like you, you're now going to be focusing on a different show, but and you've already done this with the women's division, focusing on the NWA women's title, <laughs> I, not your but own. I did see something, and it's like focus on like your fucking people. I did see something that was exciting, and that's the potential. If if this is a belt collector gimmick, um, you know the a la Thanos. Thanos style, uh, that final gem would be the IWGP title, and that is held by Dakota Ibushi. Yeah, but what's what's not happening right now is New Japan isn't even talking with them. Uh, I know there's reports, but then Rocky Romero last week on Talking Shop was like, "Yeah, there's some reports that like I talked to Tony Khan every week. He's like, I've talked to him, but he's like, I don't talk to him every. They week. might be working us. <laughs> who knows? Honestly, who knows?" Who knows what they're Rocky working Ramiro with? Gets, Rocky Romero gets drunk on there, and they just shoot. So. <laughs> That's, okay, that is fair. Um, I feel like there is, le- like, le- Kenta is, like, I've seen, like, on social media and stuff, like, tweeting at, like, Renee Young. Like, it's all, like, in good spirit and stuff. But I think he's legitimately frustrated about that situation, because I'm guessing it's changing day to day. Like, how much New Japan is, like willing to have moxley come in for that match or not and just like and uh, what tony khan's gonna want to do because i like tony khan been like yeah we're willing to work as long as it makes sense for us and so like sending moxley over to lose like for a match and then like him coming back like he's like well i can't do that to mox blah 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 blah, because what we're doing on our show this and that you know i can see him do like doing that and everybody wants to praise fucking tony khan with that but it's like it's like if you really were Trying to open the doors and change the business, just let it fucking happen. At least let him fucking go. Yeah, it, for a match like like in this, the fucking LA dojo that they're doing. Like, let him. I'm sure. I, yeah, didn't I'm sure, didn't I'm sure that King. as hell that he just he wants a Kenta match back, like on AEW. Like he wants Kenta to show up on AEW for at least one match on a pay per view. Yeah, and I'm guessing that like 
the two sides probably want like want both things but cannot agree on what that looks like yeah 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 and I, and I want them to stay separate because like for me personally i'd rather have like them focus on the people in AEW that don't get the focus yeah they should like, build their own show yeah. Instead of being like, no one is good enough here, so Kenny's going other places, where, like, Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan, That sounds dumb. I, it oh, yeah. sounds like a, a, the, the second match of a PWG show where it's going to be the comedy. Yeah, and, like, like, Nick Aldis, doesn't everyone hate him? Isn't he, like, boring? He wrestles like Randy Orton, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, that's not but- interesting. Um, I think Kenny and Nick Aldis would have a good match, actually, because yeah. I think Nick Aldis is like Randy Orton can ele- like elevate himself to like the level of the person he's in the ring with because he's just re- he's been around forever and is really good. But um, the thing I like about the Aldis thing, though, if it happened, is that he ha- has had that belt for like seven hundred plus days, and Kenny has experience of taking a belt off a person who's held it for yeah. a really long time like that. So there's a story there. Um, that they're just like they're tell- telling us that there's a story that they're telling without actually telling any yeah, story. It's like all on paper. Yep. Exactly. It's it's not happening. Yep. Yeah. And we'll, I guess let's just jump into yeah, dynamite. We we'll kind of that, that's all. I have to, the only other thing with impact but is like, new uh new tag team uh the uh Tony Squared two Tonys Tony Khan Tony Schiavone uh new tag team to Impact Wrestling confirmed. Um. One of the things they're also telling you on Impact, uh, Impact on Dynamite, is that these other people are just way bigger stars than anybody they have. It's like Sting and Shaq, and it's two yep. things that fucking they like AEW diehards rag on WWE oh, for. Yeah. Is it's like oh they just try to use celebrities and they just try to use old people. Well, what the fuck do we got here? Yeah, yeah, I know. And next week we're getting Snoop Dogg as guest commentator. <laughs> it's like come on. Uh, apparently WWE not happy about that, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, I, I I understand why. Yeah, they just did like that whole Snoop Dogg Undertaker collection, and he's just like, oh, I'm gonna go hey. over here now. He, they're probably like, what the? He's like, hey, um, I'm paycheck maybe. Podcast, can I call you when we're? Yeah, we'll I I also in, get it from in, his side. Yeah, it makes sense. Hour. But yeah, dynamite. But uh, I don't want to derail any any farther on impact. But uh, um, I so dynamite like it's weird. I everything like. It, this isn't that weird, I guess, because like things in the ring were like pretty good. I actually like thought this was a pretty good episode I, of Dynamite, uh, except for the biggest thing. I thought like so the Kenny stuff. Anything with Kenny sucked. Yeah, like straight like that whole segment with Kenny was terrible. Like it was like, um, ten minutes of nothing. Well, Callus literally repeated lines yeah. word for word. Yeah. I heard it was the it exact, was, it was same the exact same thing. It's like well, there's stuff we're gonna do, and we'll tell you later. Um, so like I I don't know I, it didn't. But overall, also, it just didn't feel like that impactful. It's just kind of like a good episode that I don't know is gonna like that's really leading to anything I care about. It's it's weird. Um, it's uh, I I referenced it earlier. Matt be- Jackson had the worst promo oh. I've ever heard in my life to start the show, though. <laughs> like I'm saying, like there are like epically bad promos, you know, like where people are fumbling over the words and stuff. He didn't do that. He delivered his lines. Um, he, hold on. I made a specific note of, um, what he sounded like. He sounded like, um, 
uh, Bradley Hathaway on Ambien. <laughs> he was like, listen up here, guys. We're gonna kick their butts, and we're gonna... The TH2, uh, we, they should know we run this stinking town. Like... <laughs> He like couldn't care less, and like, and then they're like, "Oh, have you heard about Kenny?" He's like, "We haven't seen. We're happy for Kenny. We haven't seen Kenny in a week." Yeah, it's like okay. Like it, it was so strange. Like it was the lowest energy promo I've ever heard. Um, to start the yeah. show. Yeah. And then and they then, had a good match with the T with TH2. Yeah, bell to bell. What, what's what? Good show. What I'm so mad about that match is after it, it's just like they like they just beat TH2, and then. The acclaim just comes in, and then SCU comes in. And it's like they're just throwing TH2 like to the yeah. fucking just curb again. Like those two are fucking talented as hell. Like why even fucking sign them? Like if you're not gonna fucking do anything, it's like let them go fucking at least work in Triple Yeah, or like why or why make shows. a big deal about a match if you're just gonna throw them away like the second it's over? But that's a that's a- and then also like, I feel like like SCU is like a great opening act at any like pay per view and stuff or like. When there's actually fans there because they get the crowd going people really like them and like they've been a team for a while and it's like they were the first champions and they're just getting come like they're just going to come out here to play second fiddle to the young bucks to then put over this team so then the young bucks can fight them after yeah and it's just like ah like you're wasting like it's like yeah you guys have a stacked tag division but like what are you doing with because hmm. like now like you have to like throw in these random teams because FTR beat everybody, then the Bucks just beat them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's just one of those things. It's like, oh, well, then I guess you've already ran through everybody. What else is there to do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, on on the point of the that FTR match, though, I I was actually, I kind of like the Varsity Blondes. I thought that was cool. I like them. I like Brian. P- I wish Pillman Jr. Would stay, uh, would stay off social media. Oh, is I'm he like, also a he's shit? He's actually... He's a shit that's willing to at least listen to people mm. from like from people's personal account, like uh, Mikey from BLP. Like Brian, I really like you. I think you're a good guy, but you seem to be the right. Yeah, it's just, like, yeah. He's he's had a fucking rough life. I understand he has, and I think he has this um, oh like not necessarily obsession, but like this thing where he like trying to fight for like what his like the the boys quote unquote in the back. Mm. Like, like his dad would probably tell him or like just hearing stories about his dad and protecting the boys. And so he goes in with that mentality. But then like, it's just real off base today. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, just... I think his dad would have like grown a lot. I, I think his dad would have been like one of those, like surprisingly good Kevin Nash. people in, in 2020. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we're like maybe there's still some shit like that pops up occasionally where they he have. He just wants to crank it, but, but there's still an old white dude. Old but yeah, I think Pillman would have been like that. Yeah, um, I, I think he just needs to grow up as a person, and I think that some of the influences he probably had throughout his life like taught him this like weird thing. Grew up, grew up probably around a lot of toxic masculinity. Yeah, and it's just unlearning a lot of that, and I hope he does because. Like he can be really good. Um, him and Griff Garrison together, like I don't mind at all. Like the name the varsity blondes. Um and they just get beat by FTR. Mm-hmm. And, and that was that. Um Yeah. Um you know, I'll get, go through kind of like broad strokes and then if there's anything you guys want to throw in. 
let me know. But I mean, next thing we got was Sting. It's got... Sting. That was fun. I like Shivani having fun. Yeah. I think Shivani actually seen. You could tell Sting hadn't cut a promo in a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was funny too. That I was not expecting Sting just to kind of sound like fucking the dude. Just like Steve. Just, yeah, just just a guy <laughs> hanging out talking about Cody, talking about being on TNT again. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is kind of strange. Did he have a voice when he was in WCW? I mean, after he, a while, yeah. Yeah, he did, but there was a long time where he. He literally didn't wrestle or say anything for a year. Okay. It but is, was just in the rafters. It I is wish weird. he would have just come out with his fucking bat yep. pointed at Darby. And then, like, when Cody's trying to talk to him, he just turns away. Like, that could have been, like, a three-minute segment. That would have been fucking mm-hmm. cool. Also, yeah. why does Cody's entrance last longer than the women's matches? It's true. Because it's, he's Cody. Mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. I would have liked it if he'd come out with his baseball bat. And then, like, reached into his back pocket and pulled out, like, a baseball. And then, like, a baseball mitt. Tossed the mitt to Darby and started, like, just, like, hitting him some yeah, fly balls. Let's play cat, let's, let's yeah, play cat I've, boy. I've, I've missed yeah. you, son. And Darby's just up there. I like turtles. <laughs> I mean, he's he's old enough to be Darby's grandpa, so. I like turtles. Um, I like turtles. Yeah, you know, it, but it. There is that excitement of seeing Sting. That is not going to last long. Especially if he gets in the ring. I can't imagine he's going to be having too many physical he's, bouts. He's getting in the ring, though. Yeah, I, Him I versus want, DDP, book it. I just want to see this people keep the same energy with uh, when Goldberg gets back in there, because that's going to happen. Yeah. And when Sting God. gets in there, because yeah, at least Goldberg still like can move. Still physical. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't have spinal stenosis. I did. If there's an, there's something about, and it's a charm, and I don't think it, everyone's charmed by it. But I think that the one of the charms of AEW is like it was just fun out watching. That it's WCW twenty twenty. It was fun watching Sting like kind of you know crack up Shivani, and like you could tell Shivani was a little caught off guard. That Sting kind of just seemed like a like like a like a like a fraternity like alumni kind of just walking in being like oh yeah i know i'm not really around here but i was a big deal around here on tnt one time like just like does the handshake yeah exactly and uh it, there was an, an a genuine element of like sting felt like he was excited to be there um i think shivani was excited to have him there um cody i guess just had to be there um hmm. but that's what I don't like. Why is, that, is like, Cody in like five fucking feuds? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't Why? know. Like, and I like in a bubble. I even like this segment because, like, I actually like the interaction with Sting and Cody. Like the like, I'm not here for you uh-huh. yet. Like stuff. Um, I thought that was all good. It's just like the fact that it's always this with Cody. Like he's in every feud, and like it's just, that's the issue with it that I have. Like, and that every one of his segments ends up being too long. Like and that is so even consistent. segments about him, as we'll see with Shaquille O'Neal later. I guess oh. that wasn't about Cody. That was it about Brandy and uh, uh, Jade, but still. I mean, Cody um, is involved in everything with Shaq. Like that's that's just given. what it is. But yeah, Sting. Yeah. So yeah. Um, into anything. Other thing that I liked a lot was um, Dark Order trying to recruit Dustin to make him number seven. Yeah, like seven, um, which. Funny. 
that was um uh that was real fun because of his terrible like two week long gimmick in WCW where his name was seven. Oh really? <laughs> yep, That's... it's one of the worst things that anyone's ever Gold done. Gold dust. Yeah, okay. seven. Seven dust. Seven. Look up Dustin seven Rose dust. as as seven. Yeah, a seven dust. A sin dust, Derek. Hell yeah, um, sin dust. Uh, yeah, where he was like. It was basically like the Master of Puppets music video where there's like a creepy person trying to steal a child's soul in their sleep. Um, but that was Dustin Rhodes. Yes. <laughs> and then like he comes out and like flies to the ring like on a fucking like a string and then like lands and he then he just takes it all off and just does like a work shoot. Like, oh yeah, I'm seven, by the way. They want me to play Halloween every night. <laughs> And it wasn't like a long, like him coming out on that line wasn't a long time after Owen, right? Like, wasn't that long after? Yeah, it was just, it was not great. Yeah. Um, and we had, we had Shaq. It was funny when Brandy called he him. It looks like he like doesn't like really care that. Much. I think he. Yeah, I'm sure so he doesn't. What, is he on that show with Cody? Is that why he's there? The Go Big no, Show. It's just, <laughs> uh, no, it's um. NBA on TNT and said oh. like a big and star there. DJ Shaq doesn't he have like his own TV show called it's, he's just it's it's Shaq it's, it's, it's Shaq. called Shaq Life um yeah yeah it was funny yeah, Brandy I called mean, him an overgrown asshole that was funny she threw some water on him that's great yeah I mean that's kind of it like I don't know like I just didn't care like it's cool to see it's cool to see I Shaq, like Shaq in a way like like, cause I just like Shaq, but like, do something Dude, with it. I, it was please? weird. It's like, also like, please explain to me how you and Jade Cargill have any association together. Like, just yeah. give us something from a story I, perspective. No. Yeah. The, Quit asking I, for yeah. stories. It was. It was they, kind of baffling. They probably had Brandy and Shaq write this, so that's possible. Are they here okay? And I sit down, and then you throw water on me. Here's a new theory. Did Tony Khan see Big Jordan start showing up on <laughs> on WWE and think I need a seven foot two guy too? <laughs> I need. A sh- he, he I saw did Big my own Jordan check. and then he saw Pat McAfee. It's like I need a seven foot two guy and also like a an athlete outside of uh, of our world. Let's Shaq. put them together. Two, bir- two birds with one stone. <laughs> Shaq did have. Classic hilarious moment once he got the uh, the water thrown on him, just staring down the fucking barrel of the camera like. He, he's very good at be at like letting himself become yeah, a meme. Definitely. Yeah. Also, he, he, he knows he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I don't think Shaq says no to things. So, like, if he doesn't care, he's probably just trying to get the check. It's it seems like he's just there for the check because he's just like that. Like I like wrestling. It's cool. I want to do it, but I don't want to put work in. I like it. wrestling just about as much yeah. as I like Papa Murphy's pizza. He's Papa like, John's, oh shit, Papa John's. Papa John's. He, no, he dude, he's straight fucking heel turns on Papa John's. Is he like <laughs> Charles Barkley when he gets the talent taken away from him, and he's just like, hey, can I play? Yeah. Is oh, that, dude, and those kids, right yeah, now? dude, and then those kids at the park fucking call him a scrub. Be gone. Yeah, be gone. <laughs> be gone. You're not even that tall. You're you're shockingly only six four. Basketball Jones, yes. dude. Um. Not not to not to steal thunder, Zach. I, this is your show. But one thing that I, I also disliked as far as like why does Cody have to his entrances are longer than the the women's matches every 
And I like them. But every inner circle segment is longer than two or three women's matches that they give them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so that was next. Um, I skipped I, it. I didn't watch I, it. It's, it's exactly the same story beats as you'd expect. Wardlow and Hager hey, don't like that, each other. Sammy that part made like, me laugh, though. is obviously going to quit. That part did make me, you know. make me laugh. That yeah, the that the, that was the most annoying part of it. This whole thing was like the ultimatum that if Inner Circle can't work together, uh, they're gonna break up. But nothing changed. But it did make it. I thought it was funny when when Hager was like, "Why does he keep staring at me?" And then Wardlow's like, "I'm not staring at you." And then they do the thing that my dog does when he's acting like he's not staring at something, but he is out of the corner of his eye. Yeah. Crack me up a little bit. Yeah, I don't give um, a fuck. I, I'm so like burned out from Jericho. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Wardlow so, is the person I care about most in this. And I that's do weird. He's doing it for his mom. I actually like. I actually like him. doing it for his mom. Um, the so then we got all the women stuff, which was this Abaddon. like five minutes. Big back, Abaddon's scary. Well, we had a big back backstage like clusterfuck brawl, and then an Abaddon like enhancement versus match. Tesha Price. Um, it was all fine, just too yeah, short because um, time was allotted yeah. elsewhere. Then so we got the all the Kenny garbage. It was terrible. And then the main event was worse. Yeah. Yeah. Why does MJF <laughs> get to keep that fucking ring? Come on. MJF against Orange Cassidy for the ring, and it was just a big WCW like Schmaz cluster. Yeah, part. it was terrible. And cool. for some reason, like I fucking hate like I know Miro's like in a feud with the best friends and shit. But it's like he seems like such a fucking geek. And then he beat up Cody Chun, who's a Northwest guy. He was a guy laying at his feet. Good for him. Um, getting booked, but it's just like I don't care about Miro right now. He's a geek. M- MJF just wins. Um, they're setting up a seven on seven match with fucking <laughs> Inner Circle versus Brandon Cutler, best friends, Orange Cassidy, and who the fuck else? Uh, Top Flight, Shaquille O'Neal. Um, yeah, it's Team Greg for next week, and it's Team Greg seven on seven. So it's like Team Greg. No one wants to watch a seven-on-seven seven match. Tony Khan Tony 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 has confirmed, they gonna, oh. confirmed that they're going to have fucking triplet titles. It's like, Trios. whatever. Trio titles. It's like, dude, how many fucking six-man tag matches do you think we want to goddamn see? Apparently more. Apparently more. None. Yeah, like, Lucha trios are awesome. They have the talent. They have people who would be good in those matches there, but it's like, don't keep adding stuff until you yeah fix the stuff you already have yeah um be good at be good at uh, one thing fuck that's it fuck. that was AEW. And yeah i was really bummed to see that mjf is just gonna have that ring for another year it's like like i think zach you made a point it's like look cassidy with the ring and the hands in the pockets you could get a little bit of mileage out of that yeah, that would have been so much better get a little bit of mileage out of that but yeah that was dynamite derek should we just blast um, on smackdown any, yeah. I don't even. Did anything even important happen on Raw? Bray and Randy did stuff. Like Bray, Firefly, fun, yeah. Funhouse Bray. Yeah, oh, and then the, the fiend Bray. came out at the end. Yeah, I don't care about that fiend. No, um, um uh, the uh, I do like that Bray brought up the Crucifix. I, I, I really enjoyed. I was that. really entertained on Raw by how funny AJ thought uh, the Miz and Morrison's. Um, Scottish and Irish accents were. I did. You guys that. are really good at that. Oh my god, that's you guys are great. It was. I did enjoy. It. So like they did the stupid thing where Seamus and like accidentally kicked Drew, 
and then they got into a fight about it backstage but then they like were buddy buddy about it afterwards like drew just said you know what's about to happen right and then they got into a backstage brawl but then they were like totally cool with each other after just like drunk friends at a bar like i I was really bummed when that all started to happen i was like oh they're just gonna do this like and i i wish that drew had just said you know i have to kick your ass for that right like instead of saying you know what's about to happen like just say like you like hey we're cool but you know i have to do this yeah Yeah. um but i i did enjoy that they you know a little bit yeah (laughs) I, I love that they like their backstage producers like are like younger guys now that like were wrestlers not even that long ago, and so like they can take bumps like Adam Pierce and Pat Buck, like Sanjay Dutt. Like these guys can get beat up, and it's not like when Arn Anderson would have to take one because he's old and shouldn't be fucking taking bumps. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's cool. You can see like these old guys get fucking beat up. Hurricane Helms is back, which is cool. That is cool. Nice. Wait, in WWE. Yeah, he's a producer again. Wait, he's not in trouble for being on AEW like everyone else thinks he should be. Nope. No, <laughs> no he's he's always worked everywhere. He like legitimately has worked in every promotion possible. He's he's yeah he's he's uh he's been everything WWE ever asked him to do. He did. Um, they knew he was he was let go, and so he can do whatever he wanted. And then he got brought back because and he's, he's good at his job. He's legitimately like one of the best. Minds in the wrestling business, and today, he's a so. good dude. So, yeah. He, um, like, like just to show who he is, he fucking called out Shawn Michaels before, and was saying that he thinks he's fake. And then they, he was still brought back, and like they squashed their beef and everything, and they're cool wow. now. But it's like one of those things. It's like he just says what he fucking believes. That's um, wild. I don't remember anything at all because I didn't really watch it. Yeah, uh, Oscar and Shayna fought each okay. other. Oh yeah, yeah. and then it, Lana did a Hurricane Rana. I saw that. Yeah, um, setting up that's Lana all. versus Nia next week, and then they're going for the tag titles. Lana and Oscar. I think this is where Lana gets the big win. Yeah, I'll be excited for two belts, uh, Oscar yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then uh, Firefly Cedric Bray versus Orton. Be- I was say Cedric beat Kofi. Oh yeah, but that was right after Kofi beat uh, Shelton. Shelton, no, but it's just cool. Like Cedric, like for a long time, wasn't getting shit, and now it's like he's beating a former world champ. He's featured every week. Like he looks cool as fuck. Like they're letting him like shine and look what happens. Yeah. It's like when talented guy gets a fucking opportunity, knocking it out of the park. So fucking stoked for him. Oh, and this is like the one thing I actually did watch because it was like on commercial Monday Night Football. Um, Ricochet and Dana Brooke. Beat fucking uh, oh yeah, slapjack and and uh, me reckoning, reckoning. Yeah, goddamn, that happened. Okay, I will say the coolest thing though, um, in that match is before it started when Ricochet was doing his springboard thing, and then Dana Brooke did like her fucking like no touch cartwheel thing, and like they timed it and it just looked really cool. Oh, that's cool. And then yeah, that's all I remember from Raw. SmackDown happened. Uh, Kevin Owens and Roman are they're setting up the TLC mm-hmm. match and it is going to be fantastic. And uh, Biggie mm. and Zayn also. Uh, it ended in a, a, a no contest, like a count out, like how ended, Sammy Zayn's. It ended up in a, a, a count out victory for Sammy. Sammy. Yeah, that's right. Count out victory for Sammy. I love I love him being the actually crafty shit. It was deal. funny. Like, there was like a, a section in the back, a part of the the a segment in the back where Biggie's showing off his new merch. Think big. 
And uh, Sammy was like, I don't even have a shirt for the Intercontinental <laughs> Champion. My fans can't, you know, they can't show their appreciation and excitement and respect for me. And so they're like, no, we made you a shirt. And it's just like a white shirt with a drawing of a shitty drawing of Sami Zayn. It just said, I am Sami Zayn. <laughs> it's, cool. it's very good. Um, what a maneuver. Tweet it out. Um, they have a shirt that's a kid's like handwriting that just says Blue Thunderbomb on it. <laughs> and have for a long time. So it was pretty that's perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, SmackDown's a watchable show. Yeah. Um, they're building the big thing. The big, uh, it seemed like the big um, through line of this one was not only, yeah, like, Roman and, and Kevin for TLC, they did a good job setting that up, but also uh, Carmella versus Sasha uh, for the SmackDown ended Championship. Ended in a DQ. Yeah, that ended in a DQ. They did a contract signing. It's obviously going to go to TLC. Yeah, like I said, very watchable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I only yeah. been able to watch the first half of it this morning, but it was fine. Uh, Billy Kay has a new thing as well. She has a, a, a shot, you know, a, a mug, not mug shot, whatever the fuck that's called. When you a resume and a headshot. Head yeah. Um, I'm gonna say something. Hmm. Billy Kay's character in this is actually funny. There we go. She, as a real person, she is so funny. So are. like, I'm glad that they finally are getting a character for her on it's, screen that like they need uses to make it, her natural talent. Oh, they need to make it so she's Adam Pierce's assistant. So she's on TV a lot, being funny and letting their yeah. personality, but not necessarily in the ring. Yeah, it's crazy that they split her and Peyton to push Peyton. And we've seen more of Billy Kay than we have of Peyton. Yep. yep. It's almost like they have ideas and then don't. It's like they have ideas and they don't know how to follow through and then just go on to different ideas. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And that's yeah. it. Cool. Um, I forgot to ask blurred questions, so that's the show. <laughs> this was a show. We're two weeks away now from TLC. Yeah. Um, that's always tables, ladders, chairs. Oh my! Don't go chasing. Don't go do that. Yeah, but um, Jason waterfalls. Yeah, don't go, Jason waterfalls. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm terrible at closing this up. Follow us on right, the internet or whatever. Subscribe. Click, yeah. click the links here. Smash that like. Here. Smash that like button, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smash that like and subscribe. Hit the notify bell. Yeah. Yeah, we're. I guess we technically are on YouTube, uh, but yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah. And WrestleBoys three sixteen says, "Happy holidays and fuck Hulk Hogan, MDK."